Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Every week, Talking Heads will bring you in-depth insights and analysis on the topics that really matter to investors. I'm Andy Craig, co-head of the Investment Insights Center, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Jane Ambachir, Global Head of Sustainability at BNP Paribas Asset Management. Welcome, Jane, and thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Now, in this episode, we'll be discussing our latest sustainability report, Towards a Sustainable Transition. This is an annual flagship publication in which we highlight our key achievements. It's a detailed and comprehensive report, so we won't be able to cover everything in the report today. But we can explain, for example, where we stand with the integration of environmental, social and governance, that's to say ESG factors, into our fund offering. And we can talk a little bit about our commitment to supporting investing aligned with net zero emissions by 2050. Jane, perhaps to begin with, it would be a good place to start if you could talk about what you see as the main points in our 2022 sustainability report. Sure, Andy. Great. Thank you for that introduction. Well, look, you used a word I think that hits the nail on the head when you said the report is comprehensive. It certainly is. It covers a lot of areas. You know, it really, I think, kicks off with an introduction from our CEO talking about, you know, his commitment to sustainability, the ambition of our firm and how it's really, you know, sustainability has really become a core part of our culture and who we are as an organization. So that really sets the tone. And then we set out the different areas of our approach. We have six pillars and really go through in in quite a lot of detail what we're doing in each of those areas and a number of, of case studies. So maybe I can just kind of touch on what those six pillars are to give listeners a sense of really what's in the report. Great. That would be good. Can you talk to us a bit about the, the, the different six different pillars? Sure. Okay. So uh, these are the pillars, in fact, that we first introduced when we launched our original global sustainability strategy a few years ago. So don't fix it if it ain't broke. We've really stuck with our structure, but every year we like to update our clients on what we've done in each of these areas. The first is around ESG integration. So really integrating ESG factors, um, different indicators into how we can work with different investment teams on idea generation, portfolio construction, and how we're reporting to our clients. Now, of course, everyone in Europe and, and more broadly where investors are, you know, working with clients in Europe has been focused on SFDR, the Sustainable Finance Disclosure Regulation in Europe. And in fact, 89% of the assets of our European domiciled open-ended funds are classified as sustainable or Article 8 or 9 under the SFDR framework. So a big focus for us was around, you know, really integrating a definition of sustainable investing and how we approach that and EU taxonomy alignment into our, you know, kind of ESG integration process, portfolio construction process. So that's, that was certainly a big focus for us over the last year. The second pillar is stewardship, how we vote at company meetings, how we're engaging with companies and also with policymakers. So that's one of the most significant elements of our report. And we get a lot of feedback from clients that they'd like to have examples of companies we're engaging with, where things are going well, where things are more challenging. So we really have a very significant chapter in the report on that. And it's also available as a kind of standalone stewardship document. The third pillar is around responsible business conduct. So this is really linked to our expectations for corporate behavior 
and also sector-based exclusion. So we talk about how we're approaching areas like coal in the context also of our net zero commitment. Speaking of net zero, the fourth pillar of our approach is what we call the three E's. And this is really our forward-looking perspective. And this is our focus on energy transition and net zero, environmental sustainability, protecting biodiversity and nature loss, and the third E is equality and inclusive growth. So this is really about thinking about the long-term perspective of these three critical pillars and how we as an industry and as an investor can advocate for better outcomes around the three E's. So that's a very important perspective for us as an organization. And we spend quite a lot of time in the report talking about different examples of research we've undertaken, strategic stewardship, and collaborative initiatives that we're part of really focused on those three E's. Now, those first four pillars that I've just talked about, ESG integration, stewardship, responsible business conduct, and the forward-looking perspective, those really go across our different investment strategies. So we manage more than 500 billion euros for investors in lots of different asset classes around the world. And those are different areas that we integrate across that. Now, the next two pillars are a little bit different. One is around our investment solutions for sustainability. And this is our range of investments that are focused on sustainable themes. They might be impact investments, or they might be investments that have a specific industry label. So this is a very significant portion of our AUM. In fact, we're the largest sustainable thematic manager in Europe. And this is a really exciting range that we continue to add to. So we have some great examples in the report of interesting, active and passive private and public investment strategies focused on achieving sustainable outcomes. So there's more information about that in the report. And then finally, our sixth pillar is around CSR, walking the talk, making sure that we as an organization are really living up to the expectations that we're asking companies to implement internally. It's a really important part of our culture as an organization. So we think that's a really important pillar of our approach. Jane, thank you. That's a very comprehensive overview and a very ambitious uh, project that's underway here. If, if we think about the areas that, that are in development, what do you see as particularly important for the future in terms of the, the areas that you, you, you'd see us developing as we go forward? It's a dynamic time in the market, of course, for lots of different reasons. And so when we think about you know, where we go from here this year, but also over the next three years, five years, what are the things that are important to us as an organization? I think there's a few areas where, you know, we're really very focused and that are kind of differentiators for us. One is our culture. So really, we're going to continue to focus on a huge amount of work on education for our investment teams. You know, we have a, a very large number of, of colleagues across all the parts of our business that have already completed or in the process of completing uh, sustainability certifications. So culture, education is one of the really important areas. Continuing with our bold approach to stewardship is a really important area. So you can see in the report, we vote against management more than a third of the time. Uh, that's a significant figure. It doesn't mean we're in conflict with management. It means that we're having a dialogue, that we're discussing areas like board diversity, disclosure of, of effective management of issues like climate and biodiversity, our expectations for companies in those areas. So that's an important thing that we will continue to focus on. And then I think having a science-based and transparent approach to how we're measuring things like net zero alignment, alignment with the sustainable development goals, 
implementation of SFDR-related regulation. It's really, really important that we're not black boxy about these things, that you know, we're linking to science-based indicators and we're transparent about our approach. So that's an area that we're really going to continue to focus on. Very good. And if we sort of cast our, our eyes over the garden fence, as it were, and take a broader view of the trends in sustainability, what do you see as the most important future trends in sustainability? I and mean, how about the regulatory environment? What role do you see that playing for us as an asset manager? Well, certainly the implementation of SFDR in Europe has been, I think, transformative for the industry in terms of embedding in a very structured and systematic way a number of required disclosures. So I think that that's a transition that many managers have gone through, and and now many more of those indicators are available publicly and will enter a phase where there'll be more tire kicking, having a look at how different asset managers have interpreted the regulation, what information is being provided to end investors. Um, so I, I know that will continue to be an area of focus. I think that bringing in our approach to net zero is a natural evolution of that. So one of the ways that we've interpreted the implementation of sustainable investing under SFDR one of the ways that we look at a company and whether or not it's sustainable is if it has a credible one and a half degree aligned business plan. So that's a way that we're bringing net zero integration into our overall approach to SFDR. But I do think that we need collectively to put more focus on that. And, you know, if we look at the heat wave that we're seeing on multiple continents around the world, Climate change is front and center and will continue to be for the asset management industry and for global society. So I, I believe it's an area, of course, that will continue to see a, a lot of focus. Well, that's certainly, uh, there's no getting away from it. As each year goes by, it becomes clearer and clearer that the issues addressed by sustainability simply will not go away and simply cannot be ignored if we want to live or our children to live in a world that's worth living in. So I'll just sort of go through again that the pillars, the fact that you lay emphasis on the culture of the firm, the education, the fact that we're all aligning to ensure that we're aware and understand what's important with regards to sustainability and how we apply it in our role as an asset manager. You talked about stewardship, the fact that we can engage with the companies that we invest in, that we can make our views known and we can vote and be active in terms of influencing their behavior. And if we see that their behavior is not being influenced in the way that we want, then that leads us to draw certain conclusions and take certain actions. Then you talked about responsible business conduct, about sector-based exclusion, about how we conduct ourselves, what we expect in terms of the way we act as a business. Net zero and the three E's, the energy transition, the environment, the sustainable environment, equality, inclusive growth, those are at the core of our sustainability strategy, and it's something that we continue to develop and will be emphasizing even more going forward. And then fifth, we have investment solutions, the fact that we've developed a whole range of investment solutions for sustainable investing to achieve sustainable solutions um, in different areas and different facets of consumers and individuals' lives. And then finally, uh, corporate and social responsibility. So we're, we walk the talk that we behave ourselves as we are expecting others to behave. And that's a, a core value within the firm. That's it for this week's episode of Talking Heads. 
If you'd like more information on our sustainability report, please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact or check out Viewpoint, our website for investment insights at viewpoint.bnpparibas-am.com. Viewpoint brings commentary and analysis in a variety of formats from investment outlooks to asset allocation videos and podcasts. The objective being to help investors make better informed decisions. We recommend subscribing to Talking Heads on your favorite podcast channel. You'll receive your podcast episodes every Monday afternoon. If you like Talking Heads, please leave us a positive review and a nice rating. Just before we go, I'd like to mention that the Talking Heads podcast is available on YouTube. Visit youtube.com slash bnppam slash playlist and tap or click on Talking Heads. For listeners who have devices with Alexa, you can ask Alexa to enable Investment Insights or search for Investment Insights on Amazon under the category Alexa Skills. You've been listening to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast with me, Andy Craig, and Jane Ambachia, Global Head of Sustainability at BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please do join us again next week. Until then, take care. This presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.